his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Sergeant Mark Fuzetti, who joins me now. First of all, how is your son? Because you are a proud dad of a United States uh, you know, veteran who's serving in our military right now. How's your son doing, Mark? Uh, he's doing good. Uh, yeah, he's a, a Marine. United uh, States stationed Marine. Over, overseas. Um, he told me I'm not allowed to tell where he's at, oh. but he is, uh, yeah, he's over there. Um, can't wait till he gets home and, you know, already miss him. I know. I, I, you know, we all follow you at Sergeant Mark Fu on, on Twitter, obviously. And when you put that out, it just, you know, drew a tear to a lot of our eyes when your, you know, son surprised you on a special (laughs) birthday and happy belated birthday. I think that day I talked to you and wish you happy birthday. But, you know, I think about, I think about that when I think about, for example, you know, Israel right now and, you know, for those members of the military, sometimes you can't say where they're deployed, but it really impacts everybody, right? When whether or not your son personally is stationed there, there's still a, a fam of let's say military family, if you will, where we're thinking about these thousands of our military members deployed to that region. It's a tenuous situation. I know overnight there was a limited. Uh, ground movement by Israel, and this was—we're told it was limited as they're holding off. But I just think we're all bracing for God forbid something greater, something bigger in that region. See, and one of the things I've learned, and it's really kind of gut punching, is yes, we see what's going on right now, and anybody that has friends, family that are in the military are all like, "Oh no, mm-hmm. could my loved one be going to war?" What they're not realizing is what is your loved one going through right while there's no war? Some of the things that I've found out and I've heard, it's there. There are a lot of problems with the members of our military and where they're at and what they're going through mentally, away from their loved ones, away from their families. It's so astonishing how bad it is, and how we don't hear anything about it. When I heard that this shooter in Maine was, mm-hmm. you know, probably a military person, yeah. what he's doing, from what now I understand a lot of these people are going through, I understand. I don't, I'm not saying I agree anything right. with it. I don't want to mistake that. But there are serious problems with a lot of people that are in the military and how they're treated and how they are just literally just a number. Now we got to worry about them going out and getting into World War Three, which we're all watching here on TV. 
you know, possibly unfold. It, it's gut wrenching, but I guess that'll be for another day. Yeah. No, I, I want to, I do want to get to, you know, Mark Dial, but just, just on this piece, because this is, this is a tough conversation because we have to start in this country, especially post pandemic and the mental health crisis that's happening in America, but as well, this is a direct result of the defund the police movement. And it, it extends to all law enforcement and as well military. To me, I wonder, I wonder, Mark, if we will look back on this time of sort of demonizing law enforcement and military, much like now we look back on how horrifying it was in our country that Vietnam veterans, when they came home, they were disrespected. And sort of blamed for the war mm-hmm. and, and look at what happened with their mental health. I think that's what's happening in real time with many of our, not just military members, but as well law enforcement. Uh, I've, I've watched this over the last four years, like we all have, mm-hmm. where this became a trend where it was okay to demonize every cop and where cops have now said, I'm done where they're leaving, they're retiring, or they're flat out just quitting. And what's happening is those that stay on are forced to stay on because either they don't have enough time to retire or they are too far in their career to go somewhere and start new, and they're just exhausted. And then they got to go out and hire new cops and new cops, but nobody wants to be a cop. So who are you hiring? You're hiring people that probably shouldn't be cops. So now you're going to have a lot of future problems. Right. the recipe of this defund the police movement is going to create a disaster that's going to be, you know, in effect for at least the next 10 years in all major cities. Philadelphia is probably one of the top places of where it's going to be the worst mm-hmm. because the district attorney yep. hates cops. That's it. There's no other way around it. He hates cops. He's made a living off of suing cops, going after them. He made no secrets about who he was going after if he was elected as district attorney. Allow the criminals out. Let me go after the cops. And he's done just that. And yesterday was another example of it. Yep. Yeah, with Mark Dial. The fi- Before I get to Mark, just one more piece on this, because the media must be held accountable for being complicit in exactly what you're talking about. And there are many aspects of the Philadelphia Inquirer, which I've su- subscribed to forever, um, that I have criticized, and one of them is that here's a newspaper that will always talk about, oh, we have to be sensitive to all different groups and equity and inclusion and mental health issues. And yet they pound and jump and pounce on the fact that the the officers who've had a doctor's note where they can't go back on the job, oh, as if they're they're faking it, et cetera, are a few people in any profession um, not wanting to go back to work. Okay, I accept that. But I will simply say that they are apathetic to everything we're talking about with regard to mental health issues with cops being shot at, being killed on the job. Look at this week. Look at the tragedy that, that we all, you know, were bowed in prayer and sobbing to watch that emotional funeral service just this week, uh, with, mm-hmm. with, with Sergeant Mendez, Mendez. And you think about it, the inquirer and the media being so complicit, Mark. It's, I would love for anybody, and I've talked to a lot of people in the media now and understand where a lot of them come from, but I would love anybody in the inquiry to go become a cop for a year, mm-hmm. and then they'll understand, because here's what you're doing. You're going out into a, one of the most dangerous cities in America, if not the world, 
Oh, you're going out. You got to risk your life every single day. And you are cops. People are not afraid to shoot cops and kill cops. We've been seeing it for the last 10 years in this city. Then you got to worry about a city government coming down on you for doing your job. God forbid something went wrong. Not every arrest is going to be perfect. Not everything's going to go the right way, but God forbid. So now I got to worry about, am I going to get killed tonight? Or am I going to make an arrest and only half of it's going to get caught on a cell phone video and go on and go viral. And then I have my bosses coming down on me because they're all worried about each other. Who's going to be the next commissioner. So they all worry about jamming up patrolmen and women. Or do I have to worry about the district attorney saying, you know what, this looks like a good job for me to get on and crucify a cop. I mean, let's forget, let's ignore the fact that in the under Krasner, over 2000 people have been murdered, mostly young black men. Let's ignore that. But let me see if I can try to get another cop in the headlines. Cause that's all he cares about his name in the headlines. That's all he's ever worried about. And arresting cops, gets headlines. A young black man killing another young black man standing on the corner, coming up from behind, shooting him in the head. That doesn't get him headlines. He doesn't care. This is, it's outrageous. And this is what happens. Crime skyrockets through the city because even good cops are going to say, you know what? I'm not risking it. Right. And a good cop that goes and does try and does get hurt, I say this, and I hope that anybody hears it. If you stub your toe, go to, the, go to occupational therapy, stay out until the day the doctor tells you you got to go back. It is not worth your life, your freedom, your health, and your mental health, which is completely ignored in the department. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it anymore. Yeah, and so that's the chilling effect that I think people just don't fully realize here that's common sense to us is that, well, I, I'm going to back up on that for a moment. I actually think people in, because I'm, I'm a long-time, you know, city of Philadelphia resident, I remember my husband and I were talking about this. We had our regular, we had our regular bike cops who we all knew. We had a regular sergeant. You know what I mean? We, we had our regulars who we knew because they had a beat. And you knew the mm-hmm. cops if you went, if you were in, you know, Chestnut Hill, if you were in Mount Airy, if you were, wherever you were in the city of Philadelphia, you, you knew the different community cops who were there, and they get to know the community. All that's gone now, you know? And I I look at this, and I think of the way we've changed policing as well. Do you think that's a problem that we need to reevaluate here, the sense of, you know, looking at different communities being represented by, in essence, in essence, picture this, each, each community is almost like a small town. Break it up and have those cops in that community and that way, they know the kids, they know the grandmoms, they know, you know what I'm saying? That they know the shopkeepers, and maybe then it becomes more personal. Yeah, I know, uh, and I could be wrong. I don't think it has changed, but I know in the past, Philly PD, you weren't allowed to work in the district you lived uh, for whatever their reasoning is. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you that maybe if we turn around and. I was, I grew up in the 15th police district. That's where I lived my entire life um, in Philadelphia. I know if I were a Philadelphia cop and I was going into that area for working every single day, I know people. I know I could go to certain areas and 
certain kids were doing this, that, and the other. I can go and talk to them. Like, yo, guys, what are we doing here? Like you said, I would know who these people are. I know the community. I know everybody. It's Maybe it's something that should be discussed. I, I don't see the harm in it. Maybe there's a legitimate reason why you can't. I do believe police captains and the inspectors and chief inspectors uh, usually work in the districts they live in. So if they can do it, you know, why can't the officers? You know, but more importantly, they need the people with the microphones, you know, these people like Kendra Brooks and Kenny and whoever else is running for whatever seats coming up next mm-hmm. week. They're the ones with this microphone and they're able to scream and yell nonsense. And the problem with Philly is we have a lot of people that will hear that nonsense and be like, oh, okay. And just go along with it. Whatever they are told to do, they are going to do it. However, they're told to think, they're going to think that way. It is one of the most astonishing things in, in, this, in this world is the way that the citizens of Philadelphia, who are Democratic control, and so everybody knows, I am a registered, I am a registered Democrat, I, although I switched for Sam this year. I'm mm-hmm. a Democrat. That's how I was. But the fact that we live in a city that's been controlled by one party, and there's commercials right now on TV for Democrats saying we got to get rid of the MAGA Republicans of Philly just shows you how dumb they think the citizens are of the city. There's no, there, there's 10, 20,000 probably Republicans that are just true diehard Trump mm-hmm. supporters, if that. And that's what they're sending because they know their people. Their voters, their constituents will just hear that and be like, oh, okay, I'm going to vote for this person. And guess yeah. what? We're going to have more years of crime, outrageous crime, death, destruction, and it won't change. Yeah. And people wonder, what's going on? Why? <laughs> it's, 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 it's amazing. It really is. You know, you talk about the upcoming election, um, you know, this time of year, we get all the brochures and the emails and the texts with campaigning. One of them is this glossy postcard. If if you if we were in person, I would show it to you. But it's a huge color. They must have spent a fortune on it, paid for by the Coalition for Safety and Equitable Growth. And it says Democrats and Republicans united to ban opioid injection sites. Only Kendra Brooks voted to allow them. And it's saying stop injection sites from coming into your neighborhood. Vote no to radicals Kendra Brooks and Nicholas O'Rourke. And these, I'm, I'm getting these like once a week leading up to the upcoming election saying crime is rising. I've, I don't remember seeing, I don't remember seeing this aggressive of a campaign in Philadelphia as they're really pushing against, you know, Kendra Brooks and saying she's way too radical and is bad for Philadelphia and is helping to make the crime rate rise. The, the, the Working Families Party is far for people that don't know mm-hmm. they're democrats disguised they're just far left democrats they make aoc look like a, a MAGA republic <laughs> that's that's who they are they don't care about nothing they wanted to fund the police they wanted to fund the courts they want to get rid of the juvenile system mm-hmm. ironically one of the people running has financial ties to how that whole juvenile system works now which is a whole nother topic mm-hmm. but the, the, this is what happens. They know they're going to get millions of dollars from across the country to spend on all these crazy advertisements. They're going to get in. They're going to get rid of 
There's going to be no Republican representation this year, just so everyone knows. No matter if every single Republican votes, they are not going to win because of what they did to Sam. They pushed Sam out. They spent all the money and time on fighting for against him. And it's going to bite them in the rear end. The only person that has a chance is Brian O'Neill in the 10th district where I live. And he's going against Massiano, who, if everybody's listening, he gave money to Krasner. This is, this is the crazy stuff we live in. It's, it's all, it almost makes you want to throw your hands up and be like, like we can't all be this stupid. Mm -hmm. The poorest, one of the poorest cities in America, one of the dangerous cities in America, the infrastructure's falling apart. And then we have these people that are just fighting for it. So everyone knows it's like a hundred, I think it's a $148,000 position. You get a free car, you get free gas, and you get the best health benefits that none of us will ever get. Yep. That's what they're really fighting for. That, Amen. That's it. Not for you, not for me, for that for that lottery ticket. <laughs> well, even I saw Bob Brady. Under Bob Brady, Billy Penn was one of the places that was reporting on this um, this week, saying that Philadelphia's more mainstream Democrats like Bob Brady, who's the chair, obviously, and he said this all along, but they're now starting to expel those committee members who endorse the Working Families Party candidates. So even, I mean, here here's the infighting within the Democrats, to your point. I don't know if it's too late or not, but I think that your point about the Republicans constantly, and this is nationally, locally, infighting and then getting played by the Democrats. It, it, it's a constant theme that they just can't seem to get it together. There's, there, there's a whole, and maybe before the election we could talk again about yeah. the, in, the the disgusting inside trader trading they're doing with each other right now, the Northeast Republican Democrats, the mm-hmm. South Philly Democrats and Republicans. It's when you hear it all, I mean, Jim Hasher is running. It's Jim Hasher and Drew Murray for the at-large seat. Okay, the reason they were so against Sam or is because Sam was not going to sign the gentleman's agreement. Mm-hmm. They have that if you were not top two in the Bay primary. You wouldn't run. Well, guess what, everybody? Jim Hasher was fourth. And he is running number two. Drew Murray, Jim Hasher, the second mm-hmm. person and the third person that got all the votes that were higher than, than Jim and Sam. Nope, they got booted. This is how it works. They're friends. They decide which one of their buddies gets to get a shot at the seat at the lottery ticket while people, real true people that want to do good for the city and don't care about the money and don't care about those benefits like Sam get left out. And we all suffer for it. Yeah. Well, I hope you do come back. I'm praying for your son to come home soon because I know you're a nervous wreck with that one. Um, but Mark, until next time, thank you so much, Sergeant. Oh, John, can I say real quick, I'm sorry, real fast. I want everyone to know, Officer Mark Dial is a great kid. He is being absolutely railroaded. He did not murder anybody. He did his job. It was a tragic ending to him doing his job. Anybody that thinks otherwise, you're a fool. I I just had to say that. Yeah. No, thank thank you for, for putting that in. I... I think I'm not a lawyer, but to say first degree premeditated murder um, when that it, it's just it's insane. And I it's mm-hmm. embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's a disgrace. And they all know it. And they Browser all know knows it. it. The judge yep. knows it. They all know it. They just want to make sure they get a few 
a few weeks of him in jail yep. so they could say, hey, look, we did our job. We tried. Yes, Cowards. So true. Thank you. Until next time. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Dawn. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.